Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been He's a commandeer. Hi, this is Carl. I, I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French noodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. What? <laughs> what? Spiegel? Spiegel man. I'm not a Spiegel. I'm a Spiegel boy. I'm not Spiegel boy. I'm a Spiegel man. <laughs> Spiegel boy. That would be a great... Uh, Paul's on to something there. I, that would be a great stage name. Yeah, we do have uh, Paul here from Brumba. Uh, we're going to get ready to Brumba in one second. Uh, but yeah, Spiegel Boy. I don't think I ever heard that in my entire life. So thanks for bringing that up again. Definitely not Spiegel Lady. Spiegel Lady? Oh my God. Jeez, uh, yeah. Those stage. Those were the days back when I was Spiegel Lady. So uh, oh, enough Spiegel about Spiegel Ma'am. Spiegel Ma'am. Well, you know, my favorite. I worked as an insurance inspector in Waltham, Massachusetts in the early 90s. So hello, if you remember me. I had to contact a boat insurance company in California. And I was using the fax machine 24-7 at that job. And I got into, an, uh, not an argument, but we had left the phone. Uh, <clears throat> it was a weird call. And I get a fax, and it was addressed to Michael Spiegelmad. <laughs> <laughs> They told me I got dissed by you know, facts. Paul is on fire. Yeah, like I mean, Michael Spiegelman. You know, Mike, uh, Mrs. Spiegelman. I, I don't know. Paul, you you got some good uh, Spiegelman spins here. Spiegel spins. Spiegel spins. I don't, I don't like the way this direction is going. Hey, we are a podcast. <laughs> We're called Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, but we officially go by L W A F L M O Y T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. <laughs> and, uh, but that, that acronym is our podcast name, and so that's what you should search for, as well as Twitter and a great YouTube channel. And we're, we're almost going to break three digits when subscription-wise. We are really uh -huh. getting up there. Uh, yeah. So thank you, everyone, for that. And thank you for following our podcast. And thanks for subscribing and not listening. I appreciate that as well. No. No, but we also stream live on the Greatest Mutiny, uh, greatest mutiny Radio Station. There is uh, internet radio station, <laughs> mutinyradio.fm. Uh, and I, Carl, before we start our show where we watch a full-length movie on YouTube, I just want to give a sh uh, shout-out and, and do some house uh, we are going to be performing live uh -huh. here during the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, which is yeah. happening yeah. March 1st through March 6th. Carl is flying 
right here to our location. We are in San Francisco. But listen, if you're not in San Francisco and you listen, you should be glued to Mini Radio the first (laughs) week of March. There's going to be comedy shows every hour with live comedians. they got over 75 comedians plus us uh, flying all around the country. So I just want to start our show off by saying that we will be doing two live shows on Sunday, March 1st. Uh, They are available available on Eventbrite if you'd like to check us out and see us live. Otherwise, you could hear us live. It's going to be, our podcast will be two hours. We're going to be recording two one-hour shows, which will be available separately elsewhere, uh, but you'll hear both episodes back-to-back live, uh, and Carl and I are going to be watching two movies. Carl, I have the movies set up. I'm going to give you the okay. information. I just did my Sketchfest show last night. I now can get ready for our festival, and okay. uh, we, uh, we do have guests. We have Ed Rubin and Dave Sowitz at, at the 2 o'clock hour, and then 3 o'clock hour, we'll have some guests. Then we're also doing a special show at 8 o'clock on Saturday, March 5th. I just want to say this up front. Uh, and that's going to be another hour with Carl and I and some guests. And then finally, we're going to be here in the studio together, which is a rarity for us, uh, for yeah. our show that will be broadcast live on March 7th. And if you want to meet us there, well, maybe you should start communicating with us right now. I, we do have an email I just never, uh, it's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-Pod at gmail.com. I don't know why I put pod. I guess when I started that uh, you are, uh, that address years ago, that was the fashion. Hi, yeah. Carl. How are you? Do you want to promote your okay. shit right now? Paul, anything you want to uh, say? <laughs> Not at all. I all think right, you've we... said it all for all of us. Wow, God damn. <laughs> but you should yeah. check out our website, muniradio.fm, where Paul Brumbaugh himself uh, updated it, and everything is very easy and accessible to oh. check out. So, yeah, that's where, in fact, that's where I just got the information nice. while we spoke. God. Anyway, Carl, what's the movie we're going to be watching on YouTube while listening to our podcast at the same time? Yeah. Well, as you know, you and I are hip on the cutting edge. We like what's now. We like what's fresh. Yeah. So we are going to watch Peter Pan 1924. That's what you put in your YouTube search window, uh, right. search engine. Peter Pan 1924. Uh-huh. The version I picked says full film. In it says what on it? It is the publisher. Ha! Wing Wang Wong. <laughs> Uh, I think you got Paul. You got half the room on that joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a pitchfork, boxy finger thing, and a sink looking thing. Yeah. You, you kids got half fun. All right. King Hang Hong. I thought you guys said you I were laughed cutting, at that shit. I thought you guys said you were cutting edge. You were going to watch something cutting edge. I thought you were going to watch was, like the, the helicopter you, footage from Kobe Bryant earlier. Don't you hear our Asian humor? We're pretty cutting edge. <laughs> That is very fresh. Listen, I would yes. like to say two things. One is so sorry to Kobe for his, uh, you know, expiring. And the other is congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers who are going to the Super Bowl. Yay. And we who give a shit about it say kudos. And yeah, this show is being broadcast on January 26, 2019, and that's how the uh, broadcast feed will be uh, named. So there, we're topical. I just this is your topic. To, I should mention drop the na- the date while we start. And uh, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to the website, which is, uh, and we're going to go watch <laughs> Feeder Fan 1924. So here's what we do: we want you to click the link and then hit pause almost immediately. So you're pausing. The link zero, is zero. all Chinese characters. All right, you sure? 
No, it's not Korean. That, that's not Korean. All I know is he's got 209 subscribers, folks. All right. Well, that's uh-huh. good. Yeah, he's kicking our ass. <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and... Uh, listen, Mike, yeah. I just, can I just tell you something before the countdown? I, yeah. I know you don't know this about me, but I, I know Mandarin. Uh, oh, you I do? Know they're the smaller, the smaller oranges. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is Much a terrible this is a terrible way to, to kick off the Lunar New Year. <laughs> right? This is the Lunar New Year. There's people fucking walking around with dragon costumes and banging drums yeah, and right. whatever the Well, it's the year of the idiot though. Yeah. The year of the rat. Isn't it's it? Appropriate. <laughs> no one rats anymore. It's the year of the whistleblower. Uh, <laughs> Alright, let's start this movie, please. God forbid. Shit, this movie's long. I got I got a show at Kavika's in, in about two hours. So go ahead. He's got to eat a half a deli sandwich. We got to get out of here. Oh, I got a whole sandwich. All right, go I ahead. Everybody buffered. <laughs> All right. Here. All right, guys, you know the drill. Let's get ready to brumball right here. Yeah. Put your finger over the triangle and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Peter uh. Pan. It's a Herbert Brenton production. Yeah, he was the director. This movie is so old, the book is recent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the book was like 1904. Right. This this movie is so old, it's actually Peter Pan. (laughs) Yeah, no, it really, yeah. He was as of age. Are they going to quote the book up front? Yeah, they're going to quote the book up front. Uh, Wow. Well, no, they're going to quote the play up front. Oh, the play, right? That's it sticks to the play. It was all the interstitials are from the play. There's a few added stuff, but pretty much it was the play. Do you know the so six episodes of that play? Go ahead. So let me get this straight. You probably research as you are a crack researcher on the show. Was it the novel first, then the play, and then the movie yeah. based on the play? Yeah, this guy had a real life experience, which I'll get into, and out of that he wrote a book. Um, and then out of that, he wrote a play, and then he wrote another book. Here it is. Um, here it is. Noodler. One of the pirates' uh, names is Noodler. Yeah, that's right. Noodler. And there's... Uh, Jukes. There's a bunch of fun... Yeah, Juke is one of them. Where is it? Where is it? All right, a note uh, on acting. Well, we got a little... This- this basically says, hey, be childlike. You're about to have some fun. Uh, Fuck you. Have the heart of a child. Fuck you, Peter Pan. Uh, this is in public domain this year. That's why I picked this movie, Carl. It's one of the few okay. things that's been happening that I really enjoy that every year, last year it started. They, their public domain, after a certain amount of time has passed, your pub, your material reaches the public domain, and you get a yeah. lot of great stuff. You get a lot of great adaptions. You get characters in different situations. You kind of remix the culture. And during the 90s, a lot of the public domain stuff was uh, going to happen. And a lot of corporations, including the Disney Corp, uh, was able to work with the Senate, I guess. And I don't know how politics work, but they were the right. Senate basically passed a, a moratorium on public domain works for 20 years. Now we're at the point where that moratorium is lifted and uh, public works like this film are now being in the public domain, which means I could play the sound on it, which we're listening to intensely right now. It's a silent picture. Uh, Oh, (laughs) so this guy's a man, right? That dog is a guy in a dog suit. That 
That dog is a guy in a dog suit, and he was really quite famous for that. Um, where is it here? You just switch on the light. They have lights back then? Yes, but they still use fire. Okay, this is called Nana, okay? It's right. because the dog's the nanny, and it was played by George Ali. He was an animal impersonator. He probably plays the crocodile in this film, too, but it's not recorded that he did. It might have been but, another uh, animal impersonator, is what you're saying. It might have been two <laughs> back in 1924 animal impersonators. Now, he controlled this costume with, you know, like eyes, ears, mouth with like a string. The guy was a puppeteer. He's in there pulling strings. He's so bizarre. So this guy must be 3'2". And then his suit must be about 5'8". And then it must be just right. puppeteer like gears. Right. And it's awkward how he walks around because you know it's a man. Like he goes downstairs at one point. You can see his big butt in the air. It's, it's kind of... Right. He was an acrobat. You know, he could handle this sort of thing. Well, he does walk on all fours and wags that tail. So let's give yeah. it up for that. So this is all He's stuff from the play. Yeah, this this interstitial is from the play. The dog is from the play. Even See, I wonder how the play like. And, well, I, I I'll I'll be. Uh, I mean, what Peter Pan the play is best known for is that the audience is engaged. He tells uh, you got to clap for Peter Pan uh, Tinkerbell to live. Right. Right. And you'll see that in this. Too. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Will we see that in this? Now there's Peter Pan in the window, and the mother sees. The mother knew what Peter the Pan, fuck? right? The mother does not know Peter Pan. Peter Did... Pan is this mysterious figure who. It's some boy who shows up. But she never met the boy in her when she was young. There's no backstory, no prequel. No. There isn't a backstory. And when the she will have a full conversation with Peter Pan at the end. Oh, there's a dog bathing a child. A dog bathing well, yeah. a child. You see, the dog, oh, excuse me, the dad in this movie is such a jerk to all the nannies. They all quit. And this is all they can do. <laughs> the dog do it. So it's not that they're poor and that their dog has to nanny so, their children. It's their dad's such an asshole. Poor. No one wants to right. work with them. And they had a trainer yeah, you'll dog. You'll get to see that. You'll That's... get to see that. <laughs> Listen, if the dog could bathe the child, I think at this point the child could bathe the fuck himself, right? If a dog could do it? Yeah. Yeah. Now look, you see the mom and the daughter, right? Yes. In reality, they're only three years apart. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, now I don't feel so guilty. <laughs> and they became good friends. Um, there was some sort of beauty contest at the beach like a bathing contest and she was a star the mom there yeah she saw the daughter go up and the daughter didn't win but she goes you got a certain something darling and she like gave auditions and such and 1920 that is sounds how she cool landed this part and they became lifelong friends they met in a 1920s bathing suit competition <laughs> yes oh that's great so they must have gotten a lot of sarsaparillas during Prohibition. Prohibition was, was over, right, at this point? No, no, no. This is... 1920... Oh, gosh, yeah. Because it was remember. 1920. I was, think it was... No, but it was the 20s to the 30s was Prohibition. Because remember, that was the gangster time. It was like <laughs> nine years or 11 years. Well, because they were running rum. I mean, they were yeah. running liquor. I just like the way you say gangster time. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the heyday. Billy, son. you follow our dog and take a bath. 
I don't want the dog to bathe me. I got fleas. Thanks to Nana. Now look, he got the husband, the father got a little bit of uh, dog hair on him. So he's like really giving shit to the... Wow, that is really... I, I'm going to call Peter. Would you look right here? Look, look what happened here. I got dog hair. There's a dog and suddenly there's dog hair on my clothes. Ooh, you got dog hair on my clothes. Well, you got clothes in my dog hair. Tastes <laughs> great. This house smells like dog farts. <laughs> yeah, you have a dog. Now the mom is like, hey, listen, you got to cut it you gotta out. You got to be good to Nana. Yeah, otherwise we're going to have to take care of our own children. Listen, Nana is, Nana is such a sweetheart. He even She even walks herself. I mean, isn't that great? You don't have to take yeah. her out. She just goes out herself and shits on the street. <laughs> there is a dog house that Nana will get chained to, so maybe not. Right. So she has to shit in the yard like an animal. Right. Now, the whole thing about giving the kids baths, that was new to the movie. They didn't do that in the play. Is that interesting? I don't know. Well, I want my money back. I paid good money to watch a dog bathe a child on stage. I felt the draft and looked up. Oh, right. So she's telling the husband I saw Peter Pan in the window. Yep, that's right. And... Peter Pan left behind his shadow. He was so startled and scared that he flew off and his shadow was left behind. That is some creepy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't remember that. Was that in the... See, Disney took public domain works, Pinocchio and, and Peter Pan, and created well, their own version. No, they bought it. Oh, they in did? In they paid for the rights to it. Oh, well, shut my mouth. Huh. Well, this guy, there's the shadow. He's yeah. She's showing, it's a nylon shadow. Oh, wow. Look, there's a moon there. Moon, shadow, moon, shadow. I want to introduce them. I'm being followed by... A moon, comma, shadow. Moon, shadow, moon, shadow. Okay, so Peter Pan appeared in this book he wrote like in 1902. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fairy included the character in his novel Little White Bird in 1902. In 1904, it became a play, Peter Pan the, or The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up Ooh, in I London. Like that. And then it, he adapted it into a longer piece of work, a total novel called Peter and Wendy in 1911. Yeah. And then he, he just basically he wrote a bunch of stuff before Peter Pan, but after Peter Pan, that's it was how all he made his it was, money. It was all Peter Pan. Yep, and Selly. He's all over this film. He had to pick the actress. He had to pick, you know, approve the cast. Oh, what is that? This, it's medicine, and Michael doesn't want to take it because it tastes gross. And this is an added scene, too, that wasn't in the, the oh. play. So Nanny no. must carefully... Deliver Michael's works in this spoon. It's dumb. Why don't you just take the whole heroin kit... Yeah. <laughs> well, the dog's not going to put in. the needle in his mouth, Carl. I mean, that dog's not a dummy. So now we get a whole, like, you know, I'm not taking my medicine, and then Dad's going to be a dick. Young oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, you'll see. You'd shoot your works, or there'll be no bedtime. Right. I'm, I'm not coming down while you're going up. Now, hurry up. <laughs> 
This is terrible. This is terrible. What a world we live in where it's funny, heroin. You know, a Quinnipiac poll showed that most people in Southern California, I have not, not, maybe it's not your area, oh, wow. uh, the, the kids who tried heroin for the first time were just giving it a shot. They were just giving it a shot, is what you're saying. <laughs> okay, so the, the dad says, listen, take your medicine, don't be a pussy. I would take my medicine, but I lost it. And then Wendy goes, oh, I got it for you, Dad. He goes, ugh. So now the dad's got to show what a jerk he is. He's going to take this medicine. You first, you first. And the dad totally pretends. No, look, no, you first. No, you first. Now the dog's so confused. But Wendy makes peace, both together. What exactly is it? Medicine. But dad didn't drink it. Yup. What a jerk. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> Smash the patriarchy. Patriarchy. Patriarchy? Oh my God, I said a word. Okay, so now he's got this medicine. So what's he going to do with, with it? For no reason, he puts it in the dog bowl. Man, I would be so fit. Oh, there's a doghouse. It's an indoor doghouse? He's got an indoor doghouse and an outdoor doghouse. Wow, talk about the, the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Welcome to MTV yeah, Cribs. You know, when, we're telling you we're going to see when Nana. The kids are in, um, when the kids are in Neverland and they talk about coming back, it's never about the dad. It's oh, they, they miss the dog. dog. We miss mom they and the dog. They don't miss the dad. <laughs> oh, the dad's a fucking asshole. There. Yeah, right now he's going to go, so much hey, better. dog who takes care of my children, have a drink of milk. Whoa, why thank you, Dad. That's very graceful of you. It Look looks like fucking medicine. Like oh. <laughs> oh, the dad's Bro. laughing. This is the way I always imagined daily comic strips looked like in the 1920s. Oh, dog drinking. I'm dealing over in laughter. And look, uh, all he did was make the dog. I mean, I, the dog could easily give him a bite on the leg, but no. no now the, the dog's mom's wise. The dog's showing shame. He's, he shouldn't. Right. I refuse to allow that dog to lord it over me in my own house one hour but is that what he did, lord over him? Not at all. He was he, the victim of a prank. He did lord her over him because he's a better parent than he is. <laughs> the dog is a better parent than he is. <laughs> God, I'm so great to get that off my shoulders. <laughs> to say that. All right. So now the dog is getting punished for being the victim. Right, so he's going from the indoor uh, doghouse to the outdoor doghouse. Right, and the mom is like, how about some important crap, like the creepy boy? <laughs> right, up? I don't know why she didn't lead with that. I mean, that was a creepy boy like 20, not 15 minutes ago by the window. Right, who left his shadow behind. I mean, it's creepy, man. Oh, and don't let's not talk about that crusty gym sock. <laughs> he also left behind. He was young. Yeah, he's kind of stupid. He's dumb. Oh! Oh. I wonder if the music is part of the public domain. Probably. Well, 
this music was newly done when it right. was restored. You see, they thought this film was lost forever. Now, I've got conflicting reports, but one thing most reports agree on is that James Card of the George Eastman Museum or House or School of Music, but George Eastman, he found a 35-millimeter copy. Well, it's a nice um, copy, and I, I'm, I'm assuming this this was uh, posted in 2016 before the public domain occurred, so it's probably what version they had. Well, you see, it's it's partially the 35-millimeter film, but that thing wasn't perfect. They found a 16-millimeter copy in the Disney vaults uh, in... <laughs> I can't tell what year, because there's just too many... Conf- conflicting reports but they found this 16 millimeter copy so they put it together now one source says the copy has been restored by martin scorsese's the film foundation but another account says a new restoration was undertaken at george eastman house combining the two sources in 94 so maybe both things are true i don't know well, I know that the 16mm version they found in the Disney Vault had Walt's personal handwriting on it. It said, keep this, fuck this, script this, script this, script this, tits. You know what he said fuck this to was Wendy's uh, attraction as a boyfriend to Peter. That was not in the 1950s film at all. Well, how old are, is Mary, uh, Wendy supposed to be? Uh, Wendy's supposed to be the oldest child. Like, just about to be... She's probably in her early teens, like 14, 15. All right. Well, maybe it's... Because she's about to be a woman, and they say, you can be our mother. Uh Uh-oh, window's opening. Yeah. Oh, Tinkerbell. I know that Tinkerbell anywhere. That's right. You know, I actually uh, saw... It's embarrassing. I went up to... And I said, excuse me, are you Tinkerbell? And they're like, no, I'm a firefly. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I know today we're woke, right? It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, 2020. Right. But right. back then they actually referred to Tinkerbell as a fairy. Oh, so Tinkerbell's no longer a fairy is what you're saying? I'm just saying today we wouldn't be so rude and crass. You know, no. We know what's inappropriate and, and insensitive, insensitive. But back then... Here it goes. Straight up fairy. Oh, speaking of straight up fairies, here comes <laughs> Peter of, Pan. It's Peter Pan, right? <laughs> well, Peter Pan and Tinkerbell could take back the word fairy. <laughs> Empower it. Yeah. Fairy right, so, nation. Uh oh. So this is like this is kind of creepy right here. Not to yeah. sound woke myself, but the guy just went into intruded into a room. Oh, look! There's like wicker furniture in the fucking indoor house. What the fuck? Yep. They have a dog house and outdoor furniture in their fucking house. Uh, wicker furniture can be indoor. Is it really? Sure. Well, that'd be great because I hate when rain uh, wicker when there's like wet wicker furniture. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Oh, let's see if we have Tinkerbell music. This is the play. All the kids will be like, "Wow!" A guy Ooh. named Philip C. Carley composed new music. Ah. Um. And the Flower City Society Orchestra. Oh. Um, I don't want to play it. <laughs> okay. It's, it's well, here, here we go. public domain. Is it the scores or the original movie? Yeah, the score was redone in 94, but I don't... So I guess that... 
They should have the copyright on that. Oh, oh there's my fucking the shadow. Guy. That's right. You fucking shadow thief. Oh, how now, do you do? <laughs> what's funny is he see how Peter Pan's not just is not casting his shadow right then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they did that, but they did do it. That's, and that was only a they couple of seconds. So- I'm so excited to be united with uh, you, Shadow. In fact, I wrote a song. It's called My Shadow and I. Oh, there's Shadow. Did you oh. see it? No, I saw the chair Shadow. Okay. Oh, there we go. Right now, his hand, Peter Pan's hand, is casting a shadow on his own leg. Now, is Peter Pan, is he a boy, the actor? No, the actor is a woman named um, Betty Brunson. Betty Brunson. Now, this Barry, he wanted the original uh, lady, Maud Adams, who appeared as the title character in the 1904 play, to be the one. But Adams took her time and finally just passed on it, said no thanks. And she was only a stage actor. She was never in only even one film. Huh. So Betty Bronson was discovered. Barry uh, himself viewed screen tests, and he selected her. Now, always they had a woman, a young petite, uh, not maybe young, but petite woman play Peter Pan because it was so much easier to maneuver them on harnesses. So that was the the reason. Oh, because they had to to fly on stage, and you don't want to see some guy's junk dangling. (laughs) I don't think it was about the junk as much as... Uh, light frame, you know. Oh, because girls are petite. They could have found in a man, but they didn't. I don't know. This this actor is too much over the lift. We need something girly. <laughs> did you remember Sandy Duncan did it once? Yeah. Oh, she was famous. Sandy Duncan was famous for it. And also, she helped the Har- the uh, Harper family. It was, oh, she uh, did? Well, there was a TV show called Valerie, and it starred oh. Valerie... Uh, oh, y- you know, from that sitcom? Yeah. Yeah. Valerie Harper. Valerie Harper. And what happened was Valerie Harper left the show that she starred in. So they kept the show and they called it the Hogan family, excuse me, the Hogan family. Whereas their cousin, Sandy, who played by Sandy (laughs) Duncan of Peter Pan fame came over and became the new matriarch of the family. Uh Uh-huh. And that lasted for two more seasons. Uh, Just Jason Bateman in it. Jason Bateman, the yeah, one, uh, Ozarks. Mr. Famous from uh, movies nowadays. Yeah, from the Office Christmas Party got movies. Hey, you the guy from the Office Christmas season movies? There was only Wait, one Office Christmas season. again. Jason Bateman. Oh, so is that uh, how I met your mother, person? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, you mistaken oh, okay. me. I'm, I'm from the. Uh, Arrested Development that won more awards than How to Meet Your Mother, but thank you. Thank you for uh, watching uh, my entertainment, my work. Well, was he in that I Love You Man movie? Was no, that you're, thinking of, you're thinking boyfriend? of, you're thinking of, I know who you're thinking of, that Jason, whatever that guy's name is, uh, Siegel, okay, okay. or whatever. No, no, now, he was in <laughs> Identity Theft. His, the guy thief, oh, his identity got thief. Oh, with the famous sister. He's got the sister. Yes, that's right, Mallory. Horrible bosses and yeah, horrible bosses. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Horrible him. movie sequel. Um. Okay, she just sewed on with a needle and thread the shadow. Oh, and now he's gonna dance with it. Look. Yeah. My shadow and I. 
How about me and my shadow? Fuck you. I write the songs. <laughs> wow, look at them. Look at them dance. Look at her dance. Wendy loves it. This is entertainment. I'm a do. rooster. I'm clever. Oh, the cleverness of me. Oh, that right. is so what my tattoo says. credit for what Wendy just did. Oh, so she's kind of pissed. You took my joke. No, no, no. I took the premise. The premise is a common premise. And I just, you took my punchline. I can't help crying, Wendy, when I'm pleased with myself. Now she, he says, like, he says essentially, you know, girls are better than boys. And then Wendy starts to warm up. Oh, there we go. One girl is more used than 20 boys. It's true. They, they sell more chicken wings at Hooters. Absolutely. Look at Girl Scout cookie sales. Not one boy has ever sold. They should. It doesn't matter. Cookies. Get those cookies going. I, I was selling Girl Scout cookies myself, and they'll say, like, what is the healthiest cookie you have? <laughs> well, like, I, yeah, with the one without any sugar. None of them. No, I think they have like glucose-free cookies. You know, they're little, and they have like cookies that have reduced uh, sugar content in it and stuff like uh -huh. that. But you know, honestly, if you're selling cookies outside Safeway, you should just say, "Well, there's a supermarket behind me. I'm sure you could find what you're looking for." <laughs> <laughs> Diabetic cookies. Yeah, yeah, right. They offer that. You don't have to. So Wendy wants to get dizzy she wants to do some kissing oh and peter i guess a thimble means a kiss i guess there was a time as you know in this country we missed it in which right. you would do stuff like sew your own clothes and you know yeah you darn it storying. they would also darn well, it i'm saying it was common to them i think a thimble was called a kiss because she wants a kiss and he gives her a thimble i don't know you know, one time my mom gave me a sewing needle and a thread and a beat-up sock. And I said, Mom, what do you want me to do with that? She said, darn it. <laughs> Good one. Oh, yeah, Peter Pan, they have not left this room. This is the cheapest movie no. I've ever fucking seen. It is not cheap. Now. It's this one bedroom. Okay, in United in Amer in twenty twenty dollars, right? Right. They spent about six hundred grand on this, but check it out. They made nine point two million in today's money. Wow! But it, I mean, really, it's... it was they spent forty grand on this and wow. they made six hundred and thirty grand. But I'm saying in today's dollars. Yeah. Today, would you call twenty twenty? But it's pronounced two K twenty. Oh, two K twenty. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. I was trying to make a um, a joke uh, out of your experience with that guy who stole jokes. He went like down to, uh, is it okay if I turn that into a joke? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You can take it. Are you asking me? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Because it's from your real life. What, go ahead and tell me again. Because uh, I... I don't know how I would do the joke, but it would be essentially about my friend in San Francisco. There was a San Francisco comedian. He says, I quit comedy, but he didn't. He went down to Georgia and he did everybody's material, you know, and the joke would be around. Why didn't you steal my stuff? What are you trying to say? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm, well, it was, uh, I was, uh, my friend said to me, he said, uh, you must be pretty angry that he never took your material. <laughs> and uh, 
I thought that was funny, and I had spoken to him, uh, to the person you're talking about years later, and uh, who retired as a comedian. Yeah. The end. And uh, he laughed. He said, no, I did take your material. So <laughs> that was nice. Nice of him. Yeah, that made you feel good. I wouldn't let that part be known in the joke. It would all be about the offense of not getting chosen. You didn't plagiarize <laughs> me. Yeah. Okay, now, finally. <gasps> they kiss. He talks, right. That was a must. And oh, Peter they kiss again. starts to like it. Yeah, he's three, three kisses so far. Three girl kisses. Ouch. Look what Tinkerbell did. Yeah. Three's the limit. No, tank, Tinkerbell yanked a hair. He says, every time you kiss Peter, I'm going to yank a hair. Well. Uh, you silly ass. Wow, they kiss? Girls kiss and they say ass? And they, you're, she's quite a common fairy. <laughs> you know, like, back in that time, being common was horrific. It was basic. Going out to Never Never Land, dude. With the, the Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Who are afraid really? of pirates. Lost Boys is, is a See 1987 para, movie. Look, paramobulators. Oh, they're paramobulators. What is it? What is it? It's in a nursery? I've never seen a title card have a big-ass word like that before. It really hurts my head. I'm just trying to watch fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> What's with these fucking it big words? It must be a common, common thing back Oh, then. back in the like 20s, they said permomolators? A nebulizer or a uh, uh, cardiac... Per- uh, I don't know. But the thing is... Okay, so I was hoping you knew. Like, in a nursery, what was the permomolator? Well, we've, we've, I'll have to rewatch this movie, and next week I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Oh. So he's saying... Why don't you come to Never Never Land and be our mother? You can right. be the mother of all the Lost Boys. We need someone like you. She sees a lot like Smurfette in the Smurf Village. She just kind of, uh-huh. her role is to be like kind of the mother. Now she kicked uh, the kid with the round glasses, right, John? Yeah, well, Wendy is like, I can't leave my family. And look at all this great wicker furniture. So I know. Peter gets mad and kicks the brother. No, in the the cartoon, right? The brother has round glasses, and there's like another little rudrat brother. Yeah, remember. and the, okay. So, do you remember the one with round glasses had the top hat? Yeah, yeah, sock hat. We'll see that. We'll see that. I don't think we see round glasses though. Peter, no. So these Peter Pan novels, they were illustrated too, right? So I mean, maybe that's the style as well. No. This, the 1904 one and the 1911 one were just prose. Wow. It's interesting that that these popular novels had plays because this wasn't the only children. Like Oz, I think, was a play as well, a successful play. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, movies were very fresh and new in the like 1904 or 1905. Right. So what that meant is, I mean, it had just been vaudeville and and uh, um, stage plays coming to your town from Broadway. So they were very used to that still. Well, and yeah. when you went to the movies, that's the way you thought about it. Like, I'm going to see a play, but it's, the actors won't be there. Well, back then, like, if you wanted to see a man sneeze, you would just watch a man sneeze. And then when they had the, <laughs> as it came out with a man sneezing film, it just changed their... Slow motion. <laughs> okay, so 
The mother in this thing, Esther Ralston, she began her career as a child actress in the Family Vaudeville Act, billed as the Ralston's family with baby Esther. Baby Esther. America's youngest Juliet. The America's favorite bouncing baby. Yeah. <laughs> so vaudeville was in this woman's childhood, you know. I mean, we are very fresh with motion pictures. Whoa, okay, look at so, that baby fly. Did you see how he went backwards and jumped up there? Oh, is that how he did it? Yeah. I flew it. He's I'm fluid. Jump down with the string. Did you say you're fluid or that you flew? <laughs> My uh, kid did that. He goes, remember we flew to Florida? Whoa, they're flying to Florida. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I just flew in from Florida, and boy, are my arms tired. You see, because I physically flew here. We now, get you see, it. See the top hat? See the yeah. top hat? Oh, interesting. Right, that top hat shows up in the... See, you can see Walt's script and right here on the 16-millimeter print. Keep hat. So, this is a newly added scene. The dog sees the children flying around right. in the bedroom, and it's like, man, that is, I mean, has the whole world gone crazy? So he's going to the parents <laughs> to say, would you please <laughs> look at them come go. to the window? They look like a mobile uh, strip, you know, like for, for kids. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so funny. A mobile. A mobile. That's what I said, a mobile strip. Ah, uh, the dog is rubbing his eyes. The kids are flying there. I'll look the out the window. Like, come, here. come here, come here. Oh, our children are flying around their bedroom. Our children yeah, are flying around you. our bedroom. Witches. Yeah, the dog is right. Our children are flying around their bedroom. The greatest. Look, you see how he just came down the stairs, and you know it's a man in a suit. Yeah, this is cool. His knees the must have been killing him. They didn't even lock the door. Wow, look at them fly. It must hurt so much. How do they do now, it? The way they did this is there's no top to the window. Oh. So they just swung through. Oh, I see. Now, mom's oh. going to be in despair. They're off to never, never land. One of the worst songs ever. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, the, the the song is super rocking and everything. Right. Think about it. What song is this again? This is like Metallica? It's, it's off to Never Neverland. Yeah. So stupid. Is it Soundgarden? I, I'm, go, I'm going to kill you as soon. I might wait till the comedy festival is over, but I will kill you for making that sentence. Oh, why don't okay. you kill me when you see me? Why uh, are you going to wait for me to do four shows with you and then you're going to yeah, kill me? Yeah, right. Unbelievable. And then I will pay you for calling Metallica sound, Soundgarden, the greatest band ever. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> wait, which band, band do you like, Metallica or Soundgarden? You hate Metallica and you love Soundgarden. Really? Correct. I and you're pissed that I refer to Soundgarden uh, to Metallica. Yes. All right, gotcha. Okay, here they are in Never Never Land, and all the Lost Boys are there, and the children have, like, become Lost Boys. It kind of doesn't make sense. And Wendy will show up later. It doesn't make sense. They Look, turned into wild Smurfs. Bulls. Yeah, they're wild boys. Wild boys. Remember that uh, Duran Duran song? <laughs> yeah, wild boys. Duran Duran. Okay, now... You are about to get very offended. Okay. Because we are going to see Native Americans. Finally. 
And knowing Michael, he'll just be like, oh, my God, and roll his eyes and condemn the world as it once was. This is Never Neverland. I don't know where anybody is is from in this area, but he just had a lion. I am a shit. The the playwright, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the director, Brennan, he recruited members of the Nakoda indigenous people in Western Canada to portray the native inhabitants of Neverland. Wow. All right. Well, it's interesting. So there was this Buffalo Bill, and he would go from town to town doing his cowboy and Indian show. Isn't that fucking nuts? And, And that's how we got this. That's how they dressed up with the feathers and everything. That's how we. That's why we thought all the way till maybe the seventies, eighties, right, that the, those were American. That's what all natives looked like. And, oh, here comes Captain Hook, and Captain he does Hook. have a hook. Check back even back in twenty nine seven four. That's right. Now this guy's name's Ernest Tor- Torrance. He's Scottish. He appeared in many Hollywood films, but he's six foot four. Wow. So we would always play these kinds of imposing villains. He lost the role of Nana because he was so big. Uh-oh. Speaking of Nana, here comes Nana again, but or, the alligator. Or it's the other 1924 animal impersonator. Right. Yeah. No, it's George Ally. It's got to be. It could be a colleague of George Ally. You know, there were other animal impersonators in 1924. So now we're getting the backstory of, um, you know, Peter Pan cut off my hand, threw it to the alligator. The alligator liked the taste so much, he's followed him from sea to sea. Isn't to that try cr- to get him again. I do love that that's in the original story and then that was in the cartoon because it's such mm-hmm. a crazy look. It's, it's a good story. You know, Peter Pan is, I, I, it's, 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 uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah. It's secondhand for, you know, a kid, someone who doesn't grow up and then, you know, right. this, the mortality of it is really cool. He hears the ticking of his own demise from the crocodile. Yeah, so that's his plan, is to have the crocodile eat the clock. Yeah. So he'll always hear the tick-tock, tick-tock, and he'll know the crocodile's around. So it's kind of like putting a bell on a cat. What a stupid idea. Yeah, but a bell doesn't uh, stop. You don't have to wind up a bell every 12 hours. Yeah, they didn't take that into account. It's just the eternal... I told I told yeah. J.M. Barry, I said, what is it, like like a magic clock? I mean, you don't have to sell wine. Duh. Look at this acting. George Ali is... I don't think... So it's good. too subtle to be Ali. I think it is a different animal impersonator from 1924. I would take your advice because you know, uh, you know, you're such a connoisseur. Yes, I'm an expert uh, when it comes to this. <laughs> I'm the only one who knows this. <laughs> So they're all laughing at the crocodile because he ate the clock. He ate the, now... You clock sucker. <laughs> <laughs> no one bought that. All right, there we go. He's he's cursing Peter Pan. Oh, and P.S. We hate Peter Pan too. Now the thing is, there was a other okay, wild boys. Here comes Tinkerbell, who says. There's a Wendy bird coming. Make sure that you kill her. The Wendy bird is evil. Oh, because she's jealous. Tink says Peter wants us to shoot the Wendy bird. If it was from a bird from Wendy's, it would have like eight strips of bacon on top. 
Right. It would be the Wendy Nader. <laughs> the Nader. The Wendy... <laughs> the the Wendy been... Now, why would the Lost Boys be, most of them, her brothers? Right. And they got there before Wendy did. And they don't remember her. A lady right. and I may have killed her. Look at the arrow in her elbow. Yeah. Right? If it was real, she'd be going, fucking ow, you jerks! You shot, me, you shot me in the elbow, you assholes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Die. That fucking hurts. More than it should. <laughs> yeah, I hit you in the shit. Don't I'm just, so sorry. You fucker. Don't just stand there. Go get some alcohol and some of those swabs, and you better cut this thing off. Oh, here's, hey, Peter Pan, I brought you a mother. Mm-hmm. Da-da-da. I mean, Wendy. Okay, there's the, there's the brothers. I don't know why. Okay, I was wrong. They're not yet lost boys. They will Oh, they're there. I got you. But, but they found yeah. Wendy. Now, it's nice to see a village that doesn't have it. ugly dolls singing in the background. I just It's a relief after watching the movie Ugly yeah. Dolls. It's nice not to see them like show up and sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so now a great we're day. We're gonna see that Peter's got a good heart and like he's not romantically in love with Wendy, but he's really hurt at her loss. And it doesn't make sense. He just met her, but he had high hopes for her her becoming their mother. Oh, some good acting. Is realizing that death is is real. Oh. And he will do some killing. Oh, he will? This is not yeah. the Peter Pan I grew up with. Yeah, I know. He's going to kill uh, a minimum of two pirates. Uh, didn't he kill pirates kill. in the cartoon? Like he, uh, they walked the plank. It was and we... the 50s. Was it so the 50s? So here we have, uh, in the Disney film, it was the 50s. You know, Carl, I have to ask you right now. Well, go ahead and tell me about this scene. Uh, nothing. It's, uh, you know, the one son is saying, it's my fault, I'm a murderer, strike me, Peter. And then Peter's like, I can't do it, something stays my hand. And he says, kill me instead, because I'll go into the afterlife with Wendy, and if she's scared, you know, I'll, I'll take care of her. Meanwhile, dead Wendy's holding her hand. That's the sweetest thing I've anyone said about it. Damn, oh my God, blew my cover. No, so Carl, the, the please. Arrow, yeah. The please. arrow hit the necklace. Uh, he gave her a little acorn. Oh, my. Just, what the lame-ass arrow and fucking song uh, Not ass. an acorn, a kiss, a thimble, a thimble. Oh, it was her fucking hair stopped uh, this, cheap, this cheap arrow? Or that's a super strong acorn? A thimble is for sewing. You put it oh, on your fingers thimble. so you don't get pricked with the pin. That's so stupid. And they're calling it a kiss. I don't know why. I got okay, you. So, now, so the arrow got blocked by a thimble on her necklace. Right. And that thimble is a symbol uh, for Peter's love. So he banishes Tinkerbell for life. And then he's like, well, that's a little severe for life. At least a week. Oh, right. In, in Never Neverland years, uh, days. Let's check the Never Neverland calendar. We're in the month of party down. Oh, Peter Pan. I like Peter Pan. I think that, that is a good actress. 
Mm-hmm. Like uh, for some. Now there movies. was going to be the scene at the way end that the playwright Barry wrote, where Peter comes back for Wendy and finds out that years have passed. She's married, woman. She has a daughter. Right. But um, the director said, "No thanks. I like you play." Well, you know that there's a let's watch a full length movie on YouTube connection to Peter Pan. Uh, to, oh. Yes, to one of our favorite movies. Uh, it's known by many names. It was known in the States as Twisted Obsession. It was known in Europe as The Mad Monkey. And it was known uh-huh. in Spain as El Sueño de Mono Loco. But uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum wrote a book. He was a screenwriter in Paris who wrote a novel years ago. And he had a quote uh, from Peter Pan in it. And that quote was the reason why the director wanted to work with him, not the actual novel. But the quote from Peter Pan is, Wendy, we are old. Well, it's a hell of a stretch, but it is true. Uh, Peter Pan was the basis of that film. Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that you would find very interesting. It's a better link to our show, just so I can one-up you. Ready? Yes, one-up me. Okay, Peter Pan herself, right, is Betty Bronson. She was born in Trenton, New Jersey. Yay, New Yay, Jersey. Yay, New Jersey, Trenton. Her last role ever was an uncredited credited part in the television biopic Evil Knievel, 1971. Which we did watch. Yeah. Yeah, with George Kennedy. Not George Kennedy, excuse right. me, George Harrison. No. Uh, he was the talk show game, game yeah. show host. Yeah, I think one. it's Harrison. He was always tan. Always tan. He was Zorro the Gay Blade. What George Harrison. Name? Hamilton. Hamilton, George Hamilton. As Evil, Knievel. I enjoyed that film and our episode of it. I Likewise. And uh, this is a good chance to say go to mutinyradio.fm, go to Podcast Archive, <laughs> and there is over four long years of archives of our show. <laughs> uh, and you could just, again, it's by date. It's not by the actual movie that we watched. Yeah, why can't we, is that just the way it has to be? That's the way it has to be. That's the way Mutiny Radio was set up. When Mutiny Radio was set up for to have shows go as podcast feeds, that's how it was set up. Yeah. So I can't can't change it. Listen, I'm no dummy. That list is a list out of Linux. Okay? It's an LS command and it shows up. Those are file names we're reading, buddy. If we could rename those file names, we could put the movie we at might the be end able to, of each one. I love talking shop during our show, but we could change the <laughs> names after the fact. I can't do it before. It can't show up every Sunday uh, evening with uh, the name of the movie, but I could go, always go back maybe and change them individually. Anyway. Okay, so we'll talk about it yeah. offline. Maybe that's something to do. Now, what happened is Wendy is fine, and Wendy's going to be the mother. And so they go in there, and they kind of like play house, you know, and then Wendy says, I'll only be the mother if Peter can be the father. And so Peter innocently doesn't realize it's like, hey, we're going to be married. He goes, okay, I'm the dad. Weird. And he plays his part well. But now you lost, in. boys. I need you back home by seven. Sitting on mushrooms. You can't tell me what to do, Peter. Oh, please, please call me dad. <laughs> what kind of a mother is that anyway? I mean, all of her children are clearly on mushrooms. 
<laughs> they're sitting on mushroom stools. You're absolutely right. They clearly are on mushrooms. And I actually repeated the premise because for our audience that listens without watching the movie, shame on you. You should be watching the movie with us. Next movie. Now, this is Tiger Lily, okay? Uh-huh. And she is Native American, but it's not true. Her name's Anna, Anna Mae Wong, and she was really considered to be the first Chinese-American act, uh, Hollywood movie star. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so she's just getting the cast the part of not white. Yeah, that's cool. That's good to know. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little racist, but it's also informative. She is the first uh, Chinese-American a- actress. Or, uh, yeah, considered to be a movie star. Yeah. She wasn't the first actress, but... Okay, I gotcha. Now it's time for bed, and this one's got to be in the crib. And he's like, hey, come on, lady. Too big for a bloody crib. And she goes, yeah, but... Or a cradle. Yeah, but it's so... She says it homey. Like, it's the best thing for a house, right? And you're the littlest kid. You don't think that fucking prop is painful? She's lifting children into these fucking wicker baskets that the fucking crew built? I don't know if it's painful, if uh, you say. It's torture. Look at the Wee. slide, right? Yeah, I know. They really saw... This is back the trunk of a tree. No safety guard. Do you think there was like a foreman at the, uh, like a grip or anyone like a best boy? Anyone's like, you know, this 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 slide is really dangerous or. Making be... films was old news back then, Mike. I'm sure they had a full crew right. doing whatever they were supposed to. You know. They must have. That slide must have existed. I don't know if they really built it. Now Wendy's in heaven because. Peter's pretending to be the dad and giving her kisses and everything. Uh-huh. And he's saying stuff like, there's nothing like being with your wife next to the fire and stuff like that. There it is. <laughs> uh-huh. Wendy's just in heaven. I mean, she's just in love. Wow. Well, they're playing, so they're playing like adults. They're playing house, yeah. Yeah. There's the kids. Um, listen, uh, she she was born, Peter Pan was born in Trenton, like I said, and yeah. she went to East Orange High School. Oh, no shit, our rivals. Yep. We're from Montclair. Montclair's rivals, yeah. yeah. Congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers. Well, we still, the Super Bowl is today? Today's Sunday. Uh, this is the off week. The Super Bowl will be next Sunday. Okay, and then we also have a show. And then our show's uh, going to... You you, want... Our show will take precedence over the Super Bowl. I will be recording it, and uh-huh. as soon as we're done, me and my boys will have a little Super Bowl party in which we fast-forward through the commercials. Whoa. Good, because fuck the commercials. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And nobody's allowed to be on social media, so we don't hear, like... Right. So wait a minute. Let me. Won. So we, our show, as you know, streams live every Sunday, two to four p.m. Pacific Standard Time, five to seven your time. When is the Super Bowl happening? So it's February something. I mean, uh, it is. It is a week from today. What is that? February five. Let me just look here. All right. Uh, it will be February two, I believe. Now I haven't seen what time of day it is, but I always. I love football, so I always record the Giants while we're doing our show or whatever, and then I watch it later. And I fast-forward through all the commercials. It's the way I like to do it. 
Oh, I got you. All right, well, that's cool. All right, well, sounds good. So we could have our cake and eat it too. Uh, be able to watch the Super Bowl. So do you like Carl? Carl will help you. Do not. What the fuck's going on right now? There were a bunch of fairies yeah. making trouble in the bed, so she shook them out. She took out little women. Now she's fucking sweeping them. This is some cool special effects. Yep. This movie's so stupid. Okay, Native Americans and the pirates are going to come, you see. Right. This movie has everything. I guess they didn't have ninjas back then or or robots. No, they didn't have uh, robots. They might have had ninjas, but they weren't popularized. Just pirates they're and Native just and Indians. Now they're going to get a bedtime story. And All they're right. so happy they have a mother now. Can you tell us a story about pirates and Native Americans and uh, <laughs> flying? Yeah. It would be reverse, right? They would tell a story about going to the work at the office building. Like boring stuff. Yeah. All right, there we go. The story—it's there's no reason to. The, it, the story is really a comedic tool. Oh, this is uh, like a, she, so we could take a breather, right? Before so the story she continues. says something, and then the littlest goes, "I wish it was rats or something like that," and they all push him. All right. Yeah. By the way, it is the year of the rat. That's very important. Oh, rats. The lust children. Okay, so also this Barry, the playwright, he wrote these scenes at a mermaid lagoon, at a fairy's wedding, uh, a flashback of Hook losing his hands. And the director said, nah, nah. I like your play. <laughs> Here's a, oh, with a motion picture, we can see his hand being sliced off by the claws of the alligator. Nah. <laughs> I just like you play. That's why I agreed yeah. to do this. I'm so happy you are directing my lucrative money-making play. I would like to add these additional seeds. Wendy, <laughs> upon discovering the finality of life, Plunges a dagger into our heart, causing blood. Nah, nah, I'll just stick with the lucrative money-making play. Thanks, anyway. Well, at the beginning, they totally were kissing Barry's butt, whatever he wanted. Uh, and he gave them all sorts of notes and stuff that they took. Do you think, like, Walt Disney oh, would do that? Well, Disney's probably like, I'm the Ray Kroc of animation. Fuck you and your ideas. I got your property. Well, I think Barry was dead by the time it was the 50s. Oh. I think, but they did buy it in 38, and he must have been, I don't know, 70s then? Right. So, okay, he says, this was one of his notes to the producers. The flying must be far better and more elaborate than in the acted play. It should cover, of course, a far wider expanse. Flying should show at once in the film that pe things that Peter Pan can do which ordinary stage cannot do. It should strike a note of wonder in the first scene and whet the appetite for Marvel. What a great... Uh, that's, you could say that for any movie. Well, he was saying, look, 
we do flying on the stage, but now that we're doing a movie, let's get crazy. Let's really make it look elaborate so the audience is like, right from the very first scene, wow, what a movie. Well, they did. They had the kids circling around the ceiling like they were fucking exercises. Yeah. Well, they took his note. Maybe the kids could, oh, you know what? This the, It was practical special effects. The kids were possessed by the devil causing them to naturally levitate to the ceiling and rotate endlessly, and which was great during takes because they were able to get the shot they wanted. And the kids, you know, they didn't have a... The teacher waited patiently, their uh, uh, tutor. They had a tutor on the set. They had a tutor on the roof. Oh, really? A tutor on the roof? Oh, wait. No, that doesn't make sense. No, so one of the pirates is named Noodler. Do you think he was like... What's that? Hey, Captain Hook, it's me, Noodler. You know how they call me Noodler? You should have a name like that, okay, Hooker? <laughs> N-O-O-D-L-E-R. It might be from noodling. There was Jukes Kelt Cookson. It's me. Uh, noodler. This guy, Richard Fraser, is credited as giant black man. What? Really? In the credits? There's Mullins and there's... And there's Smee. Smee, right? And Nibs. Smee and Nib. Yeah. Those are the pirates. But I'm also Smee, who is in the in the Disney movie. S- yeah, and he, you'll see that Smee wears the bandana like in the Disney movie, and he's got the glasses like it, and he's got the same sort of chubby body frame. Yeah. You'll see that they took it right out of this. Disney circled that scene. I like that scene. Keep that. Smee is also... A pan flute? Yeah. That's where his last name comes from, the Greek god Pan, oh, who was I, the god of lust and played the lute. Carl, Carl, I never even realized that he played the fucking Pan. The Pan flute. Yeah, the Pan flute. You ever pull well, out? I mean, it's named for the Greek god because that's what the Greek god would do in his, you know, when they drew pictures of him. He was always playing his lute and being horny. Right, him and him and his friend Ocarina. I don't know who Ocarina is. Is that a Greek god? No, but have you ever seen the musical instrument, the Ocarina? Or play the video game <laughs> Zelda Ocarina of Time? That's and, the forbidden instrument. Yeah. Oh, who's who's the guy who did, there was always late night commercials for his album? Zanfir? Right, right. The pan and, flute guy. Yeah, it would always be albums of the best of the greatest pan flute. And we'd always use that as like sketch parodies, like make fun of that guy. <laughs> oh, where's Peter? Your mom and I had a fight. Oh, mom and dad are fighting. Fake mom and fake dad. Well, are they were going to go on a trip, and Peter's not going. Okay, here's what we've been waiting for. Now that look, look how that's the 16 millimeter one. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's a different color and it's a different kind of ratio, and it's beautiful looking, I guess. Now, I could be wrong because it's night and maybe... See how this is like sepia-toned? Right. Maybe the other one on purpose, they were trying to make it look night. No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe because they had to shoot to another set, they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, okay, so I've been watching this film, and I think that every time it's the 16-millimeter one, it's more... It's not grainy. See, it was shot on 35-millimeter. The 16-millimeter one is a copy, you see. So, so it's one, a little blotchy or something. You would call this, this scene is black and white right now, the one they're shooting at each other. And this one is right. a sepia, you were saying, sepia? See, well, it's black and white, but they t- 
tone it with sepia, which is a brown. Gotcha. That's so a very common thing in black and white films. So the, that would be the 35 millimeter print, and then the more black and white is no. the 16? No, at the time in which they shot it, um, the 35 millimeter one, they would have sepia toned and then not done any touch touch up. Gotcha. And the 16 millimeter one, I'm just saying, is a copy of the whole thing. I understand. Do you see Smee in the crowd? He's to the left of. He's he's going to pick up. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Smee's a big uh, crossword puzzle clue. Because uh-huh. he's four letters, S M, and then it ends with two vowels, E E. Oh, I smee. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You smee what I mean? <laughs> so we missed it. I wish I had told you. Told you when they needed to make a house, right? Peter took off the guy's top hat and he popped off the top, threw it on the roof, and it became the steam, the the chimney. It was and and smoke came out of it. I, I wish we could have, uh, I would have opened my mouth. Huh. All right. Okay. So Pirate they've hustle. made their plan. They know where everybody is. He's telling everybody which way to go for their attack. Well, thanks for explaining because I, I don't really know football. So when the pirates go to a huddle, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, basically, what he's doing right now is a run play, and it's, he said 49, <laughs> 63, 42, uh, yeah. I... Gotcha, thanks, because I saw those pirates in the huddle, and I just didn't know what they were saying. Right. There's hey. Big Black Man. Is that really That's the credit? credit? Yeah, Big Black Man. Wait, it says Giant Black Man. And is That's it a... Richard Fraser. Fraser. Is Richard Fraser black or white, or a guy in blackface? No, he's black. All right, let's. Oh, take your medicine. I did Ancestry.com, and it turns out that I'm 17% African American. Um, and ever since then, I've been tipping 10%. That's a terrible joke. What's up with you today? What? <laughs> <laughs> wing, wing, wong. Okay, I'll be cool. I'll be cool. Look, All look, right. at 17%, I'm not from Wakanda, okay? I'm from, like, Wakanda. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, sorry, okay, I'll here. stop now. All right, but still so see now, this live show. All right, now they're going they go up the slide. Wait a yeah. minute, how do they do that? That's clever, right? Yeah. Up, captured. Up, captured. Up, captured is all a trick. Oh, wow. Oh, they went right in there. This is like that Indiana Jones arcade video game where they sell the kids and put them in cages, and then he has to whip his whip at the cages to unlock them. And Look they go, how they're Real life flipping them. Did you see it? Yeah, I know. It's it's gross anyway. They've been lifting these kids anyhow. They have machines that lift them to make them fly. I mean, this is a pretty cruel movie. Excuse me. I'm a gentle pirate. May I escort you to my rig? <laughs> see, my he brig? takes a liking to Wendy, but they don't really play it out. You know, oh. he's never like, I'll steal Wendy from you or whatever. Right. Well, then why did Wendy walk in there? Wendy was just now fooled into thinking she was being led somewhere properly. It's a dumb premise. Man, that has some very naive Wendy right there. So in the Indiana Jones game, he had to free the children. Is that from uh, 
the second movie. Yeah, that's the correct. Young boy. Yeah, so they would be in caves that have uh, cages in the cave, and with the uh, lock will be uh, broken if you use the whip command, which I believe was the blue button on the arcade machine. And you <laughs> use the arcade. <laughs> And you would use the joystick to move what direction you want the whip to hit. So you would see like a caged cage and a cave. I'm sorry, it's a caged cave. And then I would whip it good and it would lock. And then the kid would say, thanks, Indy, or what have you. And then I never have to think about that kid again. I might save them. Uh-huh. And then next thing you know it, I'm on a mine cart and I have to jump because there's the ro- incomplete rails. Messed up. How do I physically do that? How do I actually make the iron uh, train jump? It's such a weird video game. Okie dokie. Uh-oh. Yeah, right. I think that's what it says. Okay, all right, so look at this. Hook, oh, the hook. He's trying to get in and get Peter Pan. Yeah, and he's having all sorts of trouble. It's so funny. Well, the gate's locked, and he's able to reach with his hook, but he's not able to move the gate. Right. Now you see some poison. Oh. Now, why is there poison just laying around? This is oh, no, funny. excuse me. It's the medicine. It's the medicine. And he's going to put the poison in. Right. So the he's he like, br- right now he's saying, look, audience, look, audience. You see it? I don't get it. I'm not following you. He has a bottle, and I do see the cross and skull bones. It says poison, but and he's pouring it. What's going on? Is that good? He's pouring it into, like, um, Peter's medicine. Oh, is Tinkerbell going to drink that medicine or Nana? Bingo, you're right. No, Nana's Nana's not there. Nana's Where's Nana? It's been like an London. hour. By the way, in the English version, in the English version, they're like London this and London that, and in the American version, they don't talk about London at all, and they hoist the American flag instead of the Union Jack. What version are we watching? American. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I wouldn't steer us wrong. Yeah. I'm such a liberal person, but compared to you, I'm so conservative. Oh, no, no, it's nothing it, like it. Can you believe what they're doing to our president, Mike? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. Well, by Oh, way. this Iran. I wish we just nuke them already, right? Am I right, Mike? <laughs> That's what you sound like. You have to be liberal in New Jersey. All right. Uh, oh, look at the Peter Pan. I'll... So he, Tinkerbell was banished, but she finds out that Wendy got captured, and she just said, you know what? Fuck you, Peter. I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> he goes, that's only my medicine, Tinkerbell. Oh, right. Who so poisoned, poisoned it? So Tinkerbell drinks it to prove it to him, right? Is that how Not to prove it, to prevent Peter from drinking it. It's the same thing. All right. I'm going to take my medicine. Fuck you, fairy. You drunk my medicine. I don't know if that's good English. You drank. You drunk. It was fine in the 20s. There's yeah. some weird verb tense in this movie. I have to admit. Oh, my God. Look at Peter Pan. What a great actor. You're poisoned. You did to save my life. Oh, so I saw someone drop a bottle when I was walking over here. Uh-huh. 
Did I was, it shatter? Yeah. He was, Do you remember I did that Terminator one in Fish Burgers? I had him smash the glass just for drama, for right. production value on screen. Well, Carl and I did a public access show for New Jersey Cable in the 1990-91-89, and uh, that included the Terminator bit where we actually yeah. broke the window. <laughs> you smashed the window <laughs> with your fist? No, he took a he took a bottle. Yeah. And it was like, the Terminator must have failed, damn it, and throws it at the ground just so it shatters into a million pieces. Like, I was just doing Waterman, and there's this scene where the guy stands up and he kicks over the stool, and it smashes into the ground. <laughs> and all these people around me were arguing, why, why would he do that? He would never do that. He would do it. But he had gotten shocked by something, and I was doing something big for the screen, you see. Well, one of my favorite things, Waterman is a stream of water as a superhero, and he decides to break <laughs> into a building. So you see, like, your window actually gets smashed, and then there's yeah. a hose stream he of water. He throws a brick through it. Yeah, throws a brick through it, and then you start pouring a, a hose stream into the house. <laughs> this is what you were talking about. She, oh, right. She's coming back to life because Peter Pan is encouraging us. Oh, I missed the, that and whole the, thing. She, did she talk directly to the audience? Yes, she said, applaud to show that you believe in fairies. Oh, my God. I was talking about some asinine public access show we did, and I uh, missed that scene. Uh, it wasn't asinine. <laughs> All right. Well, now I feel better. Well, that was the scene. So if you're watching along with it, I apologize. I, <laughs> I have to. Okay. All right. Here we are on this the pirate ship and they spent a lot of money on this ship but wait a minute peter, pan, peter pan broke the fourth wall huh while i was chatting yeah so because weird. that's what i was saying like back in this time it was so close to stage plays in vaudeville that when you went to the motion pictures you thought to yourself like i'm going to the same thing as a, a play that's why the people would dress up and there would be a curtain that would open and people would applaud you know right and also, the, a lot of the movies you watch is shot like a play. Like, the camera never moves and people never leave the right. room. Especially for science. There's, there's uh, um, uh, Smee. Yeah. And he really looks like the cartoon. He does. But it's really vice versa. You even see that, like, skirt thing he wears. You know, if this was 24 and then the cartoon was in the 50s... That's a 30-year difference. Pop culture kind of lingers. Like, you know, people are still making 80s references 30 years later. And so maybe, like, back then it was the same thing where they're, like, fondly yeah. remembering their childhood of watching Peter Pan in the movie house. And... Yeah. Whoa. Check out the mermaid. Mermaid Beach. Yeah. At the mermaid boardwalk. Now, I think that this is the 16-millimeter one because look how washed out is so he's going to the mermaid queen to say help me save wendy you see the pirate ship out there right now if you were to have uh relations with a mermaid yes where where is where do you put your where is it where is oh it? well uh, that's what they call victoria's secret <laughs> You're gonna have to ask the mermaid. I don't really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, now, I, did you see the crocodile? Where? Oh yeah, yeah. In the, in the last one. 
Well, the thing is, I'm just saying it's a real actor. So they asked him to get into this bad, precarious place. Look at them swimming in the lake or the ocean. Was it a lake? Well, they've agreed to do what Peter Pan has asked. The Queen has sent them all off to the ship. All the real people this, acting right now are dressed as mermaids, and they're swimming yeah. into a lake with the mermaid uh, pajama bottoms or whatever. Yeah. Pajama costumes. Okay, so now look how 35 millimeter it is right now, right? Yeah, Everything this looks better. And clear. Okay, so now uh, Wendy is a proper lady, he believes, and so he is brushing up on his etiquette. Oh, so that's why he was reading uh, this month's Esquire, this month's GQ. Yeah. Exactly. Details Magazine. They still have that? Details. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I used to buy my stereo equipment based on their articles and their perfume ads and their... Uh... Remember, what, Spin and... Gosh, it seems so archaic now, Magazine. Blender from the 90s where they had their weird fonts? Blender. Don't remember it. It was a CD-ROM magazine as well. Now look, Mike. Look. He's got a cigar thing with two cigars. What is that? I don't know. He's a high roller. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we get some serious plank walking going. Right. And only six of them out of the eight. He's going to recruit two cabin boys. And this scene, the interstitials were different from the English version and the American version. <laughs> In the English version, it's about pledging allegiance to the queen. And in America, well, you'll see the interstitials. All right. This one, this time I'll pay attention to the movie. Can we like the whole reason I wanted to see the movie? I didn't look. I didn't even look. Uh, he's, he's protesting to be a pirate. My mother wouldn't like it. Your mother? You're a fucking lost boy. If you fucking love your mother, you go back to her, you lost fucking child. No, but, but the lost boys have a mother now. It is Wendy. Oh, Wendy. I got you. Okay, here it is. Look at that cigar. It's so weird. He's got two. What's wrong with you? I love, I, that's how I fucking roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With your... Do you ever see the joints that are like that that separate into <laughs> other joints? If but you... shall we be faithful to the stars and stripes? You oh, that? right, yeah. Instead saw... of the Queen Mother. I really... What a nationalist little film this is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, Barry, who is from Scotland, who, you know, it's all about in, uh, Britain, uh, he is obviously... Okay, Peter Pan's making a deal with the Croc. So the Croc is a fucking... as ally... Alloy in yeah. a fucking suit while the in the water, right? Yeah, or he just yes. stuck his, and he, the MVP fan just stuck his head in there and pulled out a clock. Right, he he did the alligator a favor. I props up to that fucking actor. So it's George Allo. George uh, A L I. I think I want to call him Ali, like George Ali. Ali. Yeah, I okay, George Ali. Well, let's go for George Ali. He was in a crocodile suit in the water. Uh, with he's a fifty-one. Wow. He had a clock. imagine being fifty-one, all bent over like that, and everything. Now he was an acrobat, but yeah, 
He had a clock inside this costume, too, that Peter Pan stuck his head into the costume mm-hmm. and folded out. That's pretty cool. And then he continued puppeteering inside it. Yes. Well, okay, with the dog, he did puppeteering stuff. With the crocodile, I don't think he did. Oh, yeah. He became the crocodile. <laughs> oh, here they go. It was method acting. My country, tis of me. They're singing now, the national anthem. Let's see what you the know is. that in England, that says, God save our queen. <laughs> it's the same song, but with... Oh, so it's the same so music. You, that's great for the sheet right. music. You just turned it up, but yeah. it was just after it. The, oh. the, the music was... Uh, we're back to fucking circus music. Right. There's Smee saying, yeah. listen, I, if you be my mother, I'll let you go. And she's like, get lost, old coot. Yeah, what's up? Like, none of these pirates or lost boys have ever met a woman? Or they don't like, know ever, but rarely. They're like, well, I, if I'm going to meet a woman, and she better be my mother. She better act like my, uh, my mom. Now, this is the first time that Tinkerbell was ever played by a real actress and not just a spotlight that was dancing around the stage. Oh, that's cool. So wait, when did, right, which uh, Disney ripped off too? Well, I wouldn't say ripped off. They bought the right. But what is, Tinkerbell is more of an icon of Disneyland and Disney at all. She has become that, yes. Like, so it's transcendent as Peter Pan. Like, here's what I want to talk about. I mean, I brought it up earlier. Peter Pan uh, peanut butter. What the fuck? What's up with that? What about? That's so, bad? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you find any research on Peter Pan peanut butter by any weird chance? No, I didn't think to look it up. Uh, I thought they just licensed the character. I don't know anything about it. What's bad about it? So, I mean, but what's the, they licensed the movie character, the animated movie character. Or is it a different animated Peter Pan? No, it's it's Peter Pan. I mean, it lies Peter. on the... Disney property. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't... Oh, I see what you're saying. Is it Disney's Peter Pan or is it just Peter Pan? Just like public domain Peter, animated Peter Pan. Right, right. Yeah. Look, Peter's now killing pirates, murdering them. Yay. America. Now he's a and he goes cock-a-doodle-doo. The blood... And everyone goes, hey, you hear that cock-a-doodle-doo? <laughs> That's our war cry. Let's kill every adult in the boat. And he goes, you, you go in there and get stabbed by Peter. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hook, my name is Noodler. I, I thought this was the love boat when I got aboard. <laughs> I, I was yeah. supposed to... <laughs> cock-a-doodle-doo. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Wait, he didn't stab him. He didn't stab him. He comes out and reports there's a cock-a-doodle-doo in there. Oh, there, but he said he stabbed Jukes. He shivved Jukes. Sesso. That is some (laughs) sniveling. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Hook. He (laughs) over-snivelled. Ooh, look at this yeah. shadow. Now, we're just watching the shadow of Peter Pan uh, stab him. And uh, maybe it's literally the shadow that we saw in the drawer. <laughs> no, 
because the guy went over there and got stabbed, and he wasn't the shadow didn't stab him. All right, the well, shadow listen. stabbed his shadow. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go in there. This is like a slaughterhouse. Oh, he brought a gun. But he shoots the shadow, thinking it's the real person, and then Peter pretends to be dead. I'm right then. You know, so the, pre- yeah, all right. What are the kids are doing? They're singing a number. Hello. And... Oh, you think that's funny, do you? Oh. Oh, man. Hook does not like children. So he goes, well, you fight the doodle-doo then. Oh, wow. What a coward. He brought a bunch of kids in there to fight a guy. And they all think it's funny. Oh, no. A vanity ship. Why did they all run over to the side? I can't, I don't know what that is, no matter how many times I watch this. They're trying to ju- oh, jump ship. Literally. Is that what it is? They got scared? I don't yeah. Think so it looks like they're looking at something. I thought they were more like, well, get, get me out of here. My only option is to jump into the ocean. Well, then why is... You're probably right. I'm just wondering why is Hook... Oh, why did Hook run there too? Well, he didn't run there like they did. Huh. Well, he's because he's the captain of the ship. This guy. Captain, there's gold over there. Gold. <laughs> there's gold in the mills. Old prospector, are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure as my mustache. It looks like an old gold prospector does. As sure as I, rich as I am. <laughs> Wendy, you cut the rope at the last hour we've been hanging out here? Oh, here comes the Lost Boys. This is back and when And now you... we're going to see a serious sword fight. Yeah, and with children. And the children will kill people. Yeah, but they're fighting with swords with children right now. Mm-hmm. You don't think that's now, weird? there was a fencing master. His name was Henry Utenhav. And he gave them instructions and supervised all the fight scenes. And they want to tell us this is way choreographed. Well, yeah, it is. And it's, it's a little dangerous. Well, I mean, it might be fun for the kids. Now, this is Katina Island in California. No way, um, really? Yeah. See, this was supposed to be filmed in Long Island originally by Paramount. But they, instead, they took it, they did it on the Paramount lot in Hollywood, California. And I, I know the and reason these- why. It's because yeah. uh, the Great Gatsby said, "No way, you're going to shoot this fucking film." And <laughs> this is my decade. You go uh-huh. out to California and shoot your film. And all the scenes, like here on the ship and the mermaids and everything, it's Catalina Island in California, which I only know from Step Brothers movie, the Catalina Wine Festival. Oh, that's right. That's so so. Okay, so there's your can, movie connection. I, know, I, I remember I that too. Yeah, they played a really good number back then at the at the festival. They shot this in four months. That's pretty effective. Yeah, and there's a lot of action for four months. They must have had the children work eighteen hour days, climbing up, fighting uh, <laughs> swords, and uh, climbing up ropes, ship masts. Stab, stab! Look what a nice ship it is. They paid a lot of money for that. Later it's going to fly, but believe me, it's not going to be that ship that flies. Ouch, ouch, my butt. You know, that's a real ship. That's not a model. That's a real ship that 
stays stationary the entire time of filming, even when they were pretending it was going. And then later we'll see it sail and fly, but not that ship really. It's special effects. You'll see. Okay. No, I look forward to it. He <laughs> looks forward to it. So, they so there's ca- this guy who designed... What? Oh, you know who uh, taught the ship to fly? Who's that? Peter Pan. Oh. Yeah, he taught Wendy, he taught Michael, and he taught the ship. No, but you're right. It's fairy dust. Fairy dust makes uh, it fly. You'll see. Oh, I know. Don't you have to tell me. <laughs> Wait, hey, do you so have... Now any... it's Peter Pan versus Hook. Carl, do you have any fairy dust on you? Are you holding... What? Are you holding any fairy I, dust? No, I, I'm not holding. <laughs> I Listen, I don't, I'm not getting locked up again. Yeah, I got you. All right, let's keep talking about Peter Pan. I'm on parole. I'm not doing fairy dust. Whoa, this is some over-choreography. Yeah, that's what this guy... They they would puff you up and, you know... Fencing master Henri... Okay, here's a guy who got puffed up. This Roy Pomeroy, he designed the special visual effects, including flying children and the miniatures I'm talking about coming up. They said, okay, you're assistant director. He didn't direct a thing. Right. Then you would think this is the 35 millimeter. I think it is because it's so clear. There's nothing blotchy. There's nothing uh, bleached out. Right. So it's probably the original. There are some movies where they 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 shoot it knowing they're using thirty five millimeter or, or using seventy millimeter or thirty five millimeter and stuff like that. So I wonder if there's been a film where it was used shot in sixteen millimeter on purpose, like a recent film. Not a, oh, you mean on purpose, like as a stylistic yeah. choice? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so he got stabbed, and I think he should die. But instead, he fell in and said, "I'm blowing up my own ship." Then. I fired the powder magazine and in two minutes the ship will blow up. Really two minutes or like approximately two minutes? Why go tell Peter Pan so he can fucking fix it? What a fucking baby of a... Oh, look, he See picked the monkey? up... Yeah, I did. Well, back then they had monkeys guard the powder room. Special effects. Kaboomy! Yay! Yay! We're the Lost Boys on, on the mast. Walk the plank, you you cowardly. Oh, so it's a Walk cro- the plank. If I remember this story well, there's going to be a crocodile waiting for a hook on the end mm-hmm. of that plank. Have you ever seen the movie Hook? Yeah, with Dustin. Yeah, and Hoff- Robin. Hoffman. Yeah, it- Robin Williams. And I think it was Steven Spielberg, wasn't it? Yeah. Who yeah, was always so. known as a cinematic Peter Pan. I don't know if you know the story about the movie Big with Tom Hanks, but it Uh was written by his sister, who was a screenwriter, and they always said, was it about your brother? And, uh, uh, you know, because it was kind of like a Peter Pan movie, you know. Mm -hmm. So that came up. But she denied it, you know, whatever. But that would always be the question, like, oh, here he goes. Hook walks the planks for your enjoyment. That's a very graceful uh, plank walk. Yeah. I'll be like, fuck you. I'm not jumping. Get to I'm shoot not jumping. You'd make me jump. Make me jump. Shoot me. You should have shot me when I was on the boat. What's wrong with you? 
Now um, look, they take down the Jolly Rancher and they they put me, up a Skittles. They, take, they what do you call that flag? A Skittles. Jolly. The Jolly Rancher. And they that's put a Jolly. Up the Union Jack or the Stars and Stripes. Oh, so we're watching Jolly the American Roger, version. Jolly Roger. Jo- the Jolly Roger. Yeah. I get Jolly Roger and Jolly Ranchers mixed up. Now he says you're just like Napoleon, which doesn't. If it was England or America, why would right. you bring up Napoleon? This is uh, a. This is for the Canadian audience. Oh, here you now, right? Yeah. And look what we find. See, there's no uh, animatronics in there. See, it's it's Hook. Hook got eaten. No, but he ate a guy who had a shoe. That was Hook's shoe? That was Hook's hand, his his hook. Oh, it was his hook. It looked like a shooter from here. Oh, there's the American flag. Ooh, they're on hammocks in a boat. That's so dangerous. But isn't that so that you don't fall out of bed? It just swings? I think that's the whole point. Okay, here's the miniature. Here, right. That's going to fly off, huh? Right. Cool. Now, my point is, why would you need to show the miniature there? You only want to show the miniature when it flies, but okay. Well, I mean, maybe they didn't want to shoot it moving. Like, it's, this was easier for them to show a moving boat. You're right about that. The ship remains stationary for the film. Oh, and Ellie said it is flying. I thought there would be wings attached, but... Oh, right, we have now, to go back to the house. I thought the movie just ended. Yeah. Well, Mom is like... And you see, it. this is really based on a real-life thing. There was a boy named Peter Lewin Davis, and... Okay, so Barry was out, like, walking his dogs, and he bumps into the nanny and these kids, and he entertained them, and eventually became a family friend. So this one of the brothers, his name was David Davies. He died in an ice skating accident at 13 years old, and the mother took it really hard... And she invented this ghost child story. She continued to imagine was her son, like a ghost preserved in time forever, never growing up. And that gave Barry the idea for this this play. Interesting. And he was playing the flute when he heard the story, the the pan (laughs) flute. So just two plus two. And he was eating a peanut butter sandwich. So he was just like, right. Peter Pan's peanut butter. <laughs> That's how he ripped it off. He was eating peanut butter and he had to come up with a name. And he said, fuck Now it. there's a film that I did see it in 2004 with Johnny Depp and they called Finding Neverland and they try to tell the story of the, the uh, you know, of the playwright making up these stories to entertain the children which was based on the mother's grief. It was, it was called, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Was that a Disney film? No. Uh, I don't know that it wasn't, but I doubt it was. I think I would know it. Uh, Finding Neverland, 2004 film depicting Johnny Depp as J.M. Barry. Interesting. Well, yeah. I know there's a movie called Saving uh, Mr. Banks, which is about uh, the writer of Mary Poppins uh, talking to Walt Disney. Getting Right, I saw that. So and it- there's also one about Charles Dickens writing A Christmas Story. Huh. And I saw that. You know, I actually wrote a play called The Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol, which is about Charles Dickens writing A Christmas Carol, and he's visited Uh by three versions of A Christmas Carol. (laughs) 
Yeah. The one from Christmas uh, Carol Pass where he thought it was a good idea. And then Christmas Carol <laughs> Present where he wrote it and it was published monthly in his, in, in his magazine. And then fucking Future when it's just fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, that was funny. It what you're right about that. It was a chronology. That's your joke, right? It was yeah. chronology in the paper which you novelized. I mean, Christmas Carol must have been a one-off. It must have like been published in the October issue, knowing it takes two months to be on the vendor's uh, stand. So now Peter is saying, like, I'm going to lock the window so that the children think their mother shamed them and forgot them, right? But then he sees the mother, and he's like, I like her. Oh, yeah. She's got her feelings hurt. The mom's playing piano. I lost my children. Peter Pan's like, wow, that's really kind of funny because, you know, the kids left, and I don't know. It's not very funny. <laughs> what I'm a sorry. coincidence. I'm sorry. To be making fun of that. You should. Oh, all right. I want well, 1992 Siegelman to come out for every time we do a show. <laughs> Just two hours. Fling! She flies off again. Peter now, Pan's Doggy, using. Look at Doggy's crying. Yeah, it's not real. It's just dog tears. Have you ever, like, drank dog tears? It's delicious. <laughs> oh, your sweet tears. I think that's Cartman on... Uh, oh, right. Oh, he, well, I think he drinks... Uh, he was, I yeah. think he made his... He, 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 his parents were killed, and he made them eat them in the chili. Scott Tenenbaum? Yes. Uh, drink the here sweet. I've, I've seen that episode. That's probably the funniest thing I've seen. <laughs> My favorite South Park is the one that's a two-parter in which he goes into the future like Buck Rogers because he wants to play that game. He oh. freezes himself. No, I, I don't remember that one, to be honest with you. I, I've seen the other one. Like uh, Tagomi Game Spear was coming out and he couldn't wait oh, two so weeks until himself. it was released. Yeah, so he comes up with this plot to get himself into the future. And then you see they do the Buck Rogers opening, the 70s show we liked as a kid. Right, of course. Beedy, beedy, beedy. Oh, that's cool. They're back, but the dad's still a dick. Yeah, right. They're back, and the dad's still a dick. No, they don't know. The dog and the, and the dad don't know. Dog dad. Oh, and Now, the mother, she sits in her wicker chair, and she does this unbelievable thing where... The children are all around her, and she like sort of thinks it's her fantasy. I wish I had my kids back. It's weird. It doesn't really work. That's weird. So she sees the children, and she's like, oh, that's just me projecting what I hope to see. Right. See? She's looking right at them. Right. Well, come on. Like, like, where oh, they I'm go? going crazy. That's kind of crazy. Now watch. She doesn't go, my kids are back. She sits down in the chair and goes, I'm going mad. She thought, well, if they're back, I haven't washed the laundry and the sheets must stink. <laughs> I'm so sad. Now, she was doing this local bathing beauty contest, a famous judge from Motion Picture Star, and she just saw... Um, Wendy. Uh, yeah, that's right. And they became fast friends. The studio said that Wendy's age was 16, even though she was 18. They just wanted to make her look younger. Oh, well, that's great, yeah. So people would pay money to see a younger 16-year-old. 
The story I heard well, is Well, no, that, because it goes with Peter Pan, like the children. Oh, right. I, the story I heard is that the uh, bikini model actually uh, met Wendy's at a Wendy's. She said... Uh-huh. Yeah, she pointed. She said, that girl with the pigtails? I want her. The, the real Wendy girl was so chubby, and the, uh, the icon was just the, her in the pigtails. Right. And she was like, Father, this is... I mean, I wasn't there, but the story is it was basically was insulting to her. Like, this is what you want me to look like and wish that I was. That's uh, the icon. You, you didn't really name it after me. You, you named it after your hopes and dreams for me, you know? But, she was mad for a time. I, I, was, I mean, was he involved? Was Dave Thomas involved with the logo? Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's his kid. No, but it's a Wendy. kid, but it doesn't... I mean, it's Wendy's, but there's going to be a, a girl named Wendy being the, the logo, just as much as Little Debbie exists as a logo. Little Debbie, I don't know if that was fake or not, but for Dave Thomas's story, it was his daughter's name and picture. Huh, but it was an idealized version picture. Yeah. Oh, that's sick fuck. The late Dave yeah. Thomas, who did like over 200 commercials as himself for the, mm-hmm. and then he had a, he had like charity foundations and they used to give out paperbacks of his memoirs at, at, at Wendy's. Yeah, he wrote a book and uh, like the proceeds of the book went to a charity, but they were giving them out at Wendy's as well. Gotcha. Hey, okay, so, well, all the lost now, boys are home. Right. Well, not home. He goes, won't you please adopt them? Please mother. This has nice boys. Please keep them. This would be the sequel, House Party, Peter Pan House Party. <laughs> Duh. Uh, no, sorry. Go back please, outside. Please. please jump out the window. Sorry. Now, I would expect the dad and his character go no way, but he right. doesn't. He doesn't like it. You see his face. Well, the, but look. He's happy. He says, okay. And look at the dog, Nana. He's just killing himself right now. He's slitting his wrists. <laughs> I got to take care of these kids. Fuck that. <laughs> I better get a puppy helper. <laughs> now the dad's into it. Yay. It's basically like, I'll take you to your new quarters or something. And it's basically an excuse to get Peter Pan and to Wendy. meet the mom. And Wendy's like, why don't you ask don't you feel like you should say something to my mother about a very sweet subject? Like, I want to marry Wendy, but he doesn't do it. Well, about me, Peter, please marry me. No, I just want to jump out the window, guys. Let me jump out the window. If you stay with us, Peter, I shall bring you up as one of my own children. Right. Well, then and now I we're getting to the crux of the never grow upness. Of Peter Pan. We said his school. Ah, uh, yeah. And she says yes. They, we don't see an interstitial. And then to an office. What kind of childhood is he thinking of? Oh yeah, he said, uh, "Will I grow up to be president?" That's would be the worst. You things. ain't in skull and bones. <laughs> Which I don't think Trump was in. 
No, uh, both Bushes were in it. I know George. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every president was, including Obama, all of them. Nice. But I don't know if Trump ever was. But okay, so you can see Peter Pan is like, this sounds nice and everything, and you guys are full of love. But forget it, man. I'm I am here. never growing up. I have the 3 p.m. show I have to play after this 1 p.m. show. <laughs> you know, we're doing Peter Pan four times a day. Back in the 1920s, they would have like what one show play six nights a, six times a day or whatever. Stuff like that. Yeah. I wouldn't say six times, but there was a matinee. I, I don't know the answer. There well, might have been three productions: matinee, evening, and late evening. I'm not sure. All right. Well, let's say late evening on the weekends. Yeah. So you're talking about playing Peter Pan twelve times a week? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying, like, but that's plays today. Maybe not. Oh, right. Know, they would do a matinee and a night one. It's it's plays today. Peter Pan. <clears throat> well, Peter Pan is very popular in high school productions, right? I mean, yeah. You always see the viral oh, video. Oh, uh, I don't know about that because you would have to fly. Well, there are viral videos of, like, high school productions, Peter Pan, uh, flying and misses. And falling? Well, that would like, be viral. But it's not, it's, those, those videos aren't funny when they fall. I remember when they actually oh. get hurt, maybe. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> all right, it is pretty funny. Hey, bye, Peter Pan. Thanks bye, so Peter much. Pan. See you at the 6 p.m. show. Yay. Yay. Oh, he's playing his pan. And he does look like Pan the Greek God there. And so it will go on as long as children are gay and innocent and heartless. Now, heartless, you know what that means. That doesn't sound right. Well, a lot of... It is, all right. Uh, Peter Pan, the end. Da, 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 da. You know, it's very, uh, it's very ironic to me that Pan was the god of lust, and that was 100% not what Peter was. Well, he just had the pan flute. He's more like the Pied Piper that he was leading these children, even though he didn't know where he was going. Or maybe like Pied Piper knew he was going to, to Annihilation, but maybe uh, Peter Pan just never grows up and never goes, goes anywhere. I just think it's an interesting choice, a lust god. I mean, he could have been Peter something else. What's up with Pinocchio? Remember in Pinocchio, there was like an island of lost boys where they smoke cigars and turn into donkeys? You, you know, could... I don't remember. I, I know yeah. what you're talking about, though. I don't remember the specifics. And I think that went away in the Disney one. Right. Uh, no, no, it wasn't a Disney one. Uh, all right, Carl, do me a favor. Why don't you let everyone know where you are? We are running uh, a little bit late, but that's fine because we just enjoyed this long movie. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and prep for the next week's show. So go ahead and let us know. Okay, I am at Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1 through 6. You're going to love it. And I'm also at carlsucks.com, which I just renewed, so it's still alive. And you're at Quanacan Beach in Ocean Beach, Delhi. Yeah, with I'm roast for, beef sandwich. I am performing a roast beef sandwich. Kavikas Ocean Beach, Delhi, uh, over in La Playa, uh, the Ocean Beach, Richmond District side of the park uh, of the ocean, uh, and by the north side of the Golden Gate Park. At the end of that, uh, we're doing a comedy show in about an hour or so. Uh, 
Hey, so my brother Adam made some suggestions and he picked a really good TV movie. The, the version I found online, Carl, is like two and a half hours. Oh. like Or more like two minutes and 13 minutes. Excuse me. So two I don't hours, know. 13 minutes. I don't know if there's commercials. I kind of flipped around. But it's called How to Pick Up Girls from 1987. And it's about a guy who takes photographs of his boss's. No, he's dating his boss's girlfriend. Or, I don't know what this is. Uh, but it, it is also, you know. A title of a notorious uh, dating uh, guide from the 70s as Oh, well. I see uh, uh, Molly Ringwald. Really? No, that's from, that's the pickup artist. That's, I think you meant, how to pick up girls. By the Shaw Brothers? I don't think the Shaw Brothers, what, the Hong Kong Shaw Brothers? Oh, okay, yeah, it is Hong Kong. All right, so I how to pick up girls, it. 1978. It's a TV movie. And, uh... Let's see if we can find a show. Here's the promo. So I have, we have the 19th ABC Friday night movie promo of how to okay. pick up girls. The version itself, which is the first thing that popped up is at two hours and 13 minutes. So I don't know if there's commercials or I don't know if it's okay. slowed ABC down. ABC promo, January yeah. 12th, 1987. Yeah. Carl, okay. I'm buffering. Do you think, uh, all right, I'll go ahead and buffer too. Whew, that was some serious buffering. I haven't done anything yet. You are so buff. All right, here we go. January 8th, 2020. This thing just went up. Oh, really? Wait, did you not count it down? No, I just pressed it and it started. All right, so... Well, then count it down. No, I didn't intentionally do that this time. All right, so please go to How to Pick Up Girls 1978. Play if you see Friday Night Promo and uh, hit pause and then three, two, one, play. You've read the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. All right, that'll be You've next. You've read the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. All right. I'm not. You've read the book. Now see the movie I'm and seeing learn commercial. how to pick up girls. Friday. That's it. It's all five seconds. That's it. You've read the book. Now see the movie and <laughs> learn how to pick up girls. Friday. You've read okay. the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Okay. Friday. What? <laughs> Mike. You've read yeah. the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. Yeah, six You've seconds. I got it. I'm not going to Learn how to pick up girls. Friday. You've read the book. This. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. All right, so that's the movie. Uh... Actually, I forgot the title, but it sounds really exciting. Maybe I should play it one more time. No, I won't. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I all, mean, right, all right. I read the book. I want to see the movie. You've read the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. I love this. Are you sure it's not 1978? You said 87. Oh, I meant 78, yeah. Oh. Okay. You've read the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. Friday. So wait, I can't if, find the full movie. Oh, if you type in, well, I'll point it out, but I don't know if it's a weird version because it's two hours of 13, but I was looking at the guy's uh, page and he has some really good stuff and that's usually the go time. So we'll see. No, no, come on. Clue me in. I got to watch this thing. All right, hang on Here we go. You've read the book. Now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. <laughs> Friday. Why do I put in my search in to find, to okay, find the full movie? Okay, hang on a second. I just backed up from that. 
Okay. Type in. You've seen the book. Right. How now to pick up How to pick up girls, nineteen seventy eight. That's what I typed in. Just that. Well, how to pick up girls? Exclamation point. Uh, parentheses, nineteen seventy eight. How's that? Okay. Thank you. Friday. Exclamation point. What's the worst part and one of the reasons why I want to do it is that it was a TV fucking movie. It wasn't Found like you it. paid money to say like, 13. oh, I read the book, now I want to pay to see the movie. It was more like you saw it for free on TV. Yeah, right. Yeah. Are we good? Did you see what I'm looking at? Oh, yeah, I found it. I found it. Uh, now see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. You've read Desi the book. Arnaz now Jr. see the movie and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. Richard Dawson. You've read the book. Now see the movie Perfect. and learn how to pick up girls. Friday. Friday. Right. Friday. Sunday. See you guys. Bye. Bye, Carl. Bye. CFO here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Mutiny Radio.fm
station. MutinyRadio.fm. Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Yeah. 